Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. Doing today. So uh, it's Friday. And if you've been watching this channel for any length of time, you probably know that I think Friday is that day that uh, that nobody wants to be long the weekend, as they used to say, right? Everybody wants to get flat. They don't want to be short or long. Um, you know, last weekend didn't really prove to be much of anything. Uh, I think I think the market was up Monday kind of because of it, I think. And then you had um, the week before where everybody was flat and you know, we had that big, you know, run up and I think it was South Korea and Italy and, and the like. So I'm afraid the trend is probably going to continue. Uh, I think nobody wants to be long a 48 hour weekend and they just much rather kind of stay flat, not long or short and just see what happens. So I think that's probably going to be the trend for the next two to four weeks. Hey, Andy, how are you? Um, so I think that's going to be the trend. A uh, couple of things. I'm starting to see for the very first time what I consider to be some fear in the market. Uh, if you recall during that 4,000 point drop weekend, I let it be known that I thought that was kind of a rational decision, right? People were in theory lowering profit expectations, perhaps compressing multiples. And the market had to go down, right? That's what stocks do when, when earnings go down and multiples go down. The stocks should go down. And, and everybody went down pretty evenly. Now what I'm starting to see with some of these numbers out there, it feels like fear is starting to creep in. And, you know, sadly to say, fear's, fear's got to come in the market for us to wash this out. Um, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for listening or watching, uh, Michelle. Uh, so it's kind of one of those, I hate to say it, but we have to say it things. I think fear is coming in. I don't think we're there yet, but it could be here by next week for sure. Uh, because again, once we have fear, once the soft hands are washed out, uh, we can establish a base and we can start healing ourselves. Um, good morning. So uh, again, I hate saying it, but we have to say it, I think. So uh, just realize that. And a couple of things why I say that. The 10-year treasury, I think it was Monday. It might have been Friday. I was like, oh, my God, the 10 years under 1%. Fast forward five trading days, and I just saw it's under 0.7. You know, it might feel like a 0.3% drop is no big deal. But think about it as a percentage basis. That's a 30% drop. That's... That's a heck of a lot of flight to safety. So uh, that's that's fear, right? Just the rate and the amount in a short duration. Oil. Every time I turn around, oil's down. Uh, when I when I first looked, it was down five percent. Then it's down six percent. Um, it's under forty three now. This you know from this it just means fracking for all extents and purposes in the U.S. is over, at least for the short term, right? It takes, I think it's $75 to get oil to the wellhead. 
Um, so it's not profitable, and it's way not profitable at 43. So um, that's that's just more and more fear. Uh, we did have one positive note. Unfortunately, it was about February, and I think we can just all write off February because it was kind of pre all this uh, noise in the system. But job growth was awesome in February. It came in at 273,000 on an estimate of 175. Unemployment back to 3.5. That's awesome. Uh, I think it's... Uh, I think it's going to serve us well to be on a strong foundation like that uh, because the next three or four months are going to be choppy. So I don't think it's going to hold at 3.5%, unfortunately. Again, I think this will be shallow and short, but it's it's going to affect some people. And let's, let's you know, let's appreciate that, that uh, uh, that's going to happen. Um Good old Larry Kudlow. I don't know if you've watched. I used to watch Larry Kudlow wow, 15, 16 years ago when him and Jim Cramer were yelling at each other all the time. Um, but he came out and said, you know, basically he wants to be calm. He's basically the hype man for uh, the executive branch. Um, everything's always good, which kind of always annoys me because it's not always good. Um, but he did come out and say some interesting things. They want to do some targeted or micro things. Uh, to help, right? If, if, you know, two things he mentioned, one was small businesses, which I think is huge. I think small businesses are going to be hurt the most. Um, they just don't have the deepest pockets. They, you know, the inventory problem. I mean, there's just lots of things, right? You had tariffs first. Now you have supply chain wrinkles. Then you have consumers not wanting to come into the store and kind of goes on and on and on from there. So, uh, anything they could probably do to help the small businesses would be great. Um, also, starting to look at something they could do for people who are asked to stay home, uh, because a lot of Americans can't can't unfortunately, uh, you know, respond to a four hundred dollar surprise. So what happens if they lose their job or they can't work for three weeks or four weeks? You know, most of us can't survive that. So, oh, there we go. I don't know what happened there? I think I'm live. Oh, there we are. I don't know why that happened. So again, most Americans can't um, can't survive a $400 hit. So being being unemployed for a while could be an issue. Uh, one thing I saw that was discouraging today is uh, I think his name's Mike Papineau, kind of the Secretary of State. I think <laughs> actually I don't remember what his job was, but he's now blaming uh, China for this, that, and the other thing, saying bad data, bad data. Um, I think Mike needs to read this book, Extreme Ownership. You must take ownership of stuff. Stop blaming others. Man, not a good look. Basically saying that we weren't prepared because we had bad data. Shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. Stop blaming somebody else. That's. I would be disappointed in a child that would do that, let alone a you know, government official who's, who's supposed to be in charge of, you know, whatever we are, 350 million people. Stop blaming others. Do your freaking job. That's that's not okay. A uh, couple of things I think might come out of all of this is um, I, think, I think eventually schools are going to probably be shut down in some parts of the U.S. I think Seattle was the first. They shut down 26 schools. Um, I suspect that will happen in California, given what I see in, in the Bay Area, specifically in SoCal, uh, probably in New York, where it seems to be kind of 
growing rapidly. I don't think it'll happen across the U.S., um, but we'll see. Uh, but I do, I do see this coming. I see a baby boom coming. Um, think about it, right? We're all adults. We're being told to stay home. We're not going out. What you're going to do to pass the time sometimes? So my guess is uh, we are probably going to see a baby boom in about a year to 18 months or whatever. Um, just kind of interesting, I thought. Uh, and then next up, I just saw an article about New York. Uh, seems like more and more uh, areas are coming out after the flippers. I don't know if you saw this, but New York is proposing a anti-flipping tax. Um, basically, what I read is they're going to charge a 20% tax on profit in under a year and 15% tax if you flip under, if it's sold in under two years. So let's let's just put this in context. Uh, if you look at the numbers, there are about 200,000 homes that are bought and sold in under a year. Their proposition is most of those, and it's probably true, are quote-unquote flips. Some of them are just situational, but some of, most of those I am willing to admit are flips. And that's a less than 6% of total transactions. So let's just talk about the size that they're going after. But the problem is, why, why would why do they want why do they want to do that? It's they just perceive flippers making all this money. I think they must watch HGTV and watch all those flippers make fifty grand or whatever. That's not reality. In fact, most of those numbers are bogus. If you really want to know what flippers do, go to the channel here that you're watching and look up uh, what I'm doing in Madeira, and you tell me if some owner occupant would buy that disgusting thing. I am putting more into that house than I bought it for. So there's almost no owner occupants in the world would buy this thing. It was so wretched. Um, and that's what flippers do for the most part, right? Is they buy the ugliest house on the block. They spend 30 to 60% of the purchase price improving it. And oh my goodness, they expect to get a profit. Isn't that what capitalism is all about? is to take a risk and give it a shot. And you want to watch some freaking TV shows on HGTV and, and go get that flipping tax? It's not okay. If you if states do this, um, it will just be like rent control. You will take inventory out of the market. Uh, yeah, <laughs> rainbows and butterflies. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but if you do this, states, your housing stock is going to deteriorate because you are not going to reward people for fixing it. So if the answer is you want to have more rundown houses, go for it. I suppose what you want is safer homes for more people to buy. So you should encourage people to buy, invest, and improve. Total opposite of what you're doing. So in the end, uh, I think fear is coming in the market. That's kind of the news for Friday. I expect it to be a down day because people want to be flat, uh, not long or short. The 10-year and oil are going down. That's kind of where I see the fear, especially the 10-year. Man, from 1% to 0.7, that 30% scares me. It came so fast. Uh, and then again, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I got a couple of great interviews for you today, one at 8, one at 9 my time, so you should see some of that stuff coming. And I did build another coffee talk um, presentation because I'm getting asked out to coffee a lot these days, every day. 
and I just can't say yes to everything. So I'm putting together some coffee talk videos on some common topics that I hear across the table. So you have a wonderful day. If I don't talk to you again, have a great weekend. But remember, we will do this again tomorrow morning. Thanks. Bye.